views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome to Angel Healing House Radio. My name is Claire Candy Hoff. Through my business, Angel Healing House, which can be found at angelhealinghouse.com. I'm a writer and an author, an international radio host, a Reiki master teacher, and an angel practitioner. My inspirational books entitled Angels of Faith and One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness and my autobiography, I Am an Angelic Walk-In, are based on my recollections of our life in spirit, and they help us to remember our divine, eternal natures. Through Angel Healing House, I help people to let go of sadness, anger, bitterness, resentment, and regret that has kept them locked in the prison of the past, and I help them to let go of worry, stress, and control which has kept them focused on an imagined future. And once they are no longer living in the past or the future, they can start to live in the present moment, which is the only place that they can experience synchronicities, miracles, and magic. As an angel practitioner, I help people to see their lives from a higher perspective with the help of an extraordinary group of angels who call themselves the Posse of Angels. Just like my angelic family, the Posse of Angels, I'm very excited to take some of your calls for that free angel advice. You can call into the show on 1-800-930-2819. But before we get to those callers, welcome everyone to Angel Healing House Radio and welcome to the first show of February. You know, in January, in last month, it was obvious that the Posse of Angels wished to motivate and inspire us as they passionately spoke about starting the new year, you know, with topics like create an amazing new year. How about daring yourself in 2019, starting anew, you cannot fail. And last week's program was, was entitled, Are You Sabotaging Your New Start in 2019? Now, obviously, these were all about getting us motivated and starting the new year on a very excited note. But in this month of February, with um, St. Valentine's Day coming up, the Posse of Angels, this is my angelic family, they're turning their attention to what many might say makes the world go round, which is love. And to kick off this topic, they are entitling it Love, Our Most Amazing Gift of All. You know, it was a, a, a short time ago that I bought my beloved twin flame, my wonderful husband, Pete, uh, a, a card 
just to tell him how much I loved him. And I was surprised that within this card, there was a little card inside of it that gave a recipe for love. And the ingredients were as follows. Two cups of choice, a box of commitment, seven teaspoons of dedication, a full cup of giving, a bottle of intimacy, and a pinch of magic. And the preparation for the recipe was uh, was this. It said to place two cups of personal choice into your heart. Mix it with a lifetime of commitment and allow some time to pass until it begins to rise. Add constant dedication, embrace a path of generosity and selfless devotion, create a sense of intimacy, accept your partner and allow them to be who they are, and sprinkle magic to enhance the sweet flavor of your romance and let the sparks fly and enjoy every moment. Now, having made this recipe for the past 15 years married to Pete, I can truly tell you that it is delicious. And while this recipe is for romantic love, one of my most cherished experiences of love was with a beautiful client of mine who I met when I lived in the Pacific Grove area of Monterey Bay in in 2008. Uh, It was back then that I received a call from a 76-year-old woman who had been diagnosed with cancer, and she wished to have Reiki to boost her immune system. In her first session, she told me that the past year of chemotherapy had drained and depleted her energy so greatly that she had absolutely no energy to complete even the simplest of tasks. When I asked her, to uh, when i asked her to speak about herself she hesitated and she slowly said that's very difficult because i don't know who i truly am in sharing the story of her life she said she grew up in dublin ireland and she told me the year that she had turned 8 in which her mother died her alcoholic father started to molest her and her 10 year old sister They would dread nightfall because their father would return home from work and start to drink. They would would cling to each other, she said, in their beds, anticipating and dreading the um, upcoming sexual abuse that was going to happen. And sometimes that was worse than the act itself, she said. One day, after several years of the ongoing abuse, her sister waited for their father to leave for work, and they grabbed some food and clothing and ran away. They cut their long hair, changed their names, and they lived on the streets of Dublin, prostituting themselves as they lived amongst the rats and the horrendous conditions. When she was 18 years of age, she met an American man who took pity on her and asked her to marry him. Traveling across the ocean to live in the United States, this she thought was the answer to her prayers that God would send someone to rescue her. But she soon learned that it was not the dream come true that she thought as soon as they were wed, her own abuse began. Being brought up by his alcoholic father, 
Uh, her husband had a very sharp tongue and a controlling fist uh, that kept Mary quiet and submissive as she hid behind her beautiful light green eyes. And she said, while it was a loveless marriage, she told me that she was very proud that she had been a dutiful, obedient wife. She looked after her husband and she saw it through to the end until several years ago when he passed away. After feeling the effects of the lovingly, angelically driven Reiki energy sessions with me, she said that she finally felt as if she had been forgiven by God for all the horrible things that she had done as a prostitute. Over a three-month period of weekly sessions, this lady cathartically released a great deal of pain and suffering. It was sometimes later that I received a call from Mary's daughter, and she asked if she could come visit. And when she delivered the sad news that her mother had passed away. When I began to cry, she said that in all her life, she had never seen her mother as joyful, as contented, and as peaceful as she had become since our sessions together. She then handed me a letter from her mother, and in it, Mary thanked me and said that our time together was the most loving and caring experience in her life, and that she could honestly say that at the age of 76 years old, it was the first time ever in her whole life that she was truly able to feel and experience love from another human being. My time with Mary taught me that love is the greatest healer of all, and that healing doesn't mean that one's client will not cross over I learned that whatever the emotional and physical illness that is in the body, it's simply an indication of how far the person is away from love for themselves. When clients are too angry and sad to love, I love them. When they're too scared to love, I love them. When they're too weary and they've lost their hope their trust, and their faith. I love them. I never dictate to God and the angel what is the outcome for the giving of my love to others, for the result of their healing is determined between them and God, not me, for my job is simply to love them. Now, the Posse of Angels is reminding us that love is the strongest force in the universe. No matter what we believe in, we all have this amazing ability to open our hearts to others and love them regardless of things like race and color and beliefs. Knowing that we all come from God, creator, the most loving source in the universe, I asked my angelic family, why on earth would anyone choose to withhold love? And the posse of angels shared with me that while there are many reasons why people choose to not love one another, ultimately the reasons do not matter. For all of the reasons we give for not loving another can be traced back to not loving ourselves and not connecting to God within. 
In order to love another unconditionally, we must first choose to connect with unconditional love for ourselves, for this is what our divine, inherent, eternal nature would choose. And it matters not if we think someone has done us wrong or speaks badly about us or judges us or any other reason. For the reason was co-created on an etheric level by us, unbeknownst to us. It was created in the first place to see if we would choose to unconditionally love them regardless of anything. It's very easy to love others when they're on the same page and they say wonderful things about us, but not so easy when we are being maligned or judged by others. And uh, just a reminder here that I've often said anything that anybody ever says and the actions that they take and the things that they do has everything to do with them and nothing to do with us. You know, everyone, when we choose to open the door to our heart, I can tell you, and I know it makes many of us feel unsafe and vulnerable as if we lose control of what or who will enter our heart. But in the majority of cases, in order to experience the most extraordinary feelings of love, we need to open ourselves wide to receive without any conditions or restrictions and to allow the love inside of us to flow forth unconditionally. You know, the posse of angels is adding that the world really got so far off track because we allowed ourselves to forget who we are, you know, by seeing ourselves as anything other than love. What happens is that it allows for things that are not of the light, allow things that are not of love to to God to define us. When we cross over from the physical to our one true home behind the veil of forgetfulness in spirit, which is the title of my second book, we will realize that the devil does not exist and that underneath any illusion or contrary beliefs, we are all goodness and love behind our decisions and choices because this is our divine eternal nature. These illusions that we were anything other than love actually came from an insane world which is often so devoid of love, which programmed many to act insanely. The illusion of us being anything less than love itself comes from our attitudes. It comes from our perceptions in which we've allowed ourselves to be kidnapped, to be hijacked by the programming that assured us to accept anything other than love in our life. This saw so many of us compromising and settling for less than complete love. This programming came from that the agendas that is included, that so so much of our world is built on the constant reminder that we, that of things like us against them, of one group being right and another group being wrong, one group being good and another group being bad. 
all that this way of thinking does is to keep us on a constant carousel that perpetuates and supports things like fear, isolation, exclusion, disharmony, and all of these things do is to go counter to our gift of love. You know, in a world where so many of us have created realities which are devoid of love and filled with fear and blame, hatred, racism, exclusion, and judgment, well, the simplest way to experience a connection to all the love in the universe can be accomplished merely by putting all of our focus and attention back on love. Underneath all the layers of things that we have done, underneath the things that we've experienced, both the beneficial and the non-beneficial choices that we've made, underneath our regrets and resentment and bitterness and anger and sadness, unforgiveness and judgment, that we've chosen to perpetuate, perhaps to hang on to, the fact is that we are pure energy of love underneath all of this. And I'll remind you, if you've forgotten, we always have been the pure energy of love and we always will be, no matter what decisions and choices that we choose, what we've experienced, and what we have chosen to do. And although our programming on the planet has seen many of us merely being triggered and reactive to life, and this has, um, this has led to us giving our power away and searching outside of ourselves for our answers, the only thing that will save our divided world is, is for us to finally remember to live life in direct alignment with our greatest power, power of all, which is the power of our most amazing gift, which is love. You know, the reason for this is love is the deepest form of what we all are. You know, this deep energy within all of us transcends race, faiths, gender, sexual orientation, culture, and belief systems and any other illusion that we choose to hold on to that ultimately separates and divides us instead of bringing us all together. You know, if we are separated and if we are divided, then we can be greatly controlled and um, much more easily manipulated, manipulated to buy things, manipulated to do things. If you bring your attention and focus back to your gift of love, it brings you back to the beating hearts of the collective on the planet. And you start to see yourself as the other person. You start to see yourself as that beautiful drop in the ocean that creates the ocean. In fact, any justifications and rationalizations or excuses that one may choose not to, not to love, it actually goes counter to our God-given gift of giving and receiving love. Simply put, the more love that you choose to focus on in your life, the more love you will experience 
in your life. Love makes us whole. Love completes us. It actually gives us clarity and it brings contentment and joy and peace to our hearts when we choose love. And by choosing to gift ourselves that internal love that has been there all along and refusing to focus on anything else, then that love will be projected externally from the universe to us. This is because love changes who we are or it changes who we think we are. For when we choose to have love for ourselves, we then choose and then we experience self-worth. We feel worthy and deserving. We feel good enough. I've often said that you are more powerful. You're more magnificent and beautiful than you ever could possibly imagine because you are love. Each and every one of us can choose to see ourselves as love or we could choose to see ourselves as something less than. But when we allow ourselves to be clear enough to see the love in ourselves, we then become clear enough to see the love in others and in our world. We start to see ourselves, as I said, as that other person and not as something different and not as something separate. You know, the Posse of Angels is saying that when we choose to see ourselves as love, we allow happiness to settle deep upon us. It is from this divine connection within that we get to experience our absolute true potential. When I personally came home to the divine within myself, I decided to radiate that love. And by the way, that happened 15, actually 16 years ago on January 11th. I just celebrated my 16th year having incarnated as Angel Ariel as, um, when I had my walk-in experience on January 11th of 2003. And that is when I came home to the divine within myself. Uh, for those who may not know, I write about my experience in I Am an Angelic Walk-In, the autobiography of me, Angel Ariel. And uh, you can get this on my website, which is angelhealinghouse.com. But when I came home to this fact that I am divine, everyone's divine, I decided to radiate that love in the world. And when I did that, my whole life changed. The people who I drew to myself and the opportunities that manifested became reflections of that great love within by consciously choosing to make my every thought, my every word, my every feeling in my heart come from that place of love. I created an energetic force within that became a vibration that touched everything else with unconditional love. With my heart, constantly singing a joyous song of love, of remembrance, of my divine connection to God, I helped others in the world remember their own song of divine connection. Now the Posse of Angels is reminding us that by living this way, we remember our true essence, 
and we trust what lives in the deepest core of who we are. By trusting our true essence, we no longer are affected by negativity, violence, and division and hatred that so much of the world chooses to keep focusing on and bringing them more of the same. By living from our divine core, from the outs, by living from our divine core and always coming from this state of love, we stop looking for our identity and recognition from the outside world. You know, everyone, the truth is that finding ourselves and our acceptance from the outside world has never worked because love cannot be found outside of ourselves, being the reflection of the most loving source of all. We were always meant to influence the world rather than the opposite way, rather than the world influencing us. You know, ultimately the key to the golden age of peace is and always has been love. No matter what the question is, the answer is always love. If you are weary and you're exhausted, love. If you feel slighted by someone and judged and maligned, love them. If you're totally spent and you're depressed and your life seems to be without purpose, then love. In fact, whatever we are faced with, love and then love even more. Throughout these past 16 years, my clients have been depressed, who have been depressed, my clients who have been depressed and were faced with unbelievable challenges, they were helped immeasurably when they took my advice and when I told them to find someone to love and to help who was less fortunate than they were. And believe me, no matter how low we seem to be, there's always someone worse off than we are. Throughout all of Earth's history, we have defined ourselves, chosen to define ourselves through greed, division, control, fear, blame, judgment, and hatred. And as the inhabitants of planet Earth are shifting to encompass more light and love, we are seeing the results of all of those energies and eons of time being disclosed and revealed in the light of love in order for them to be acknowledged and in order for them to ultimately be cleansed, cleared, and released. It is certainly now time on our beautiful planet to define ourselves by love. And by doing so, we'll experience a new world emanating and manifesting from love. You have been listening to me, Claire Candy Hoff, on Angel Healing House Radio. Do remember that Angel Healing House Radio airs every week at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Transformation Talk Radio. We are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will take some calls for free angel readings with myself and my wonderful angelic family, the Posse of Angels. So do stay tuned and, uh, and we'll, see you we'll see you soon. To see your 
life from an angel's perspective, book a personal consultation with Claire Candy Hoff, angelic walk-in angel Ariel at Angel Healing House. Candy provides intuitive counseling, Reiki, and angel readings in person in Los Angeles or nationally and internationally via phone or Skype. She will channel the practical tools you need to transform your life. Call now, 831-277-3716 or visit angelhealinghouse.com. Take your own journey with the angels with Claire Candy Huff's Heaven Sent Guided Angel Meditation CD. Letting go of concerns and living in the now. This beautiful CD walks listeners through practical exercises to help free them from the burdens, worries, and concerns of daily life. Walking a quarter of the way across the bridge, you see a bright emerald green light and sense a loving presence. This is Archangel Raphael's green healing energies, nourishing and revitalizing you. Take a moment now to bathe in this green healing light. Giving you much more than just relaxation and stress release, this wonderfully narrated CD provides vivid visualization, soothing and inspiring music, and an angel's choir that will bring you peace, clarity, and a newfound awareness. Visit angelhealinghouse.com today. Hello, everyone. You're back with me, Claire Candy Hoff, on Angel Healing House Radio. And today we're speaking about uh, a topic entitled Love, our most amazing gift of all. As with this new month of February, we are going to be uh, centering on love, um, especially with uh, Valentine's Day uh, coming up. Although uh, Pete and I really don't celebrate Valentine's Day as love is something which is in our lives every single day, every single moment of the year. Um, before we get to those calls, I'd like to remind everyone of yesterday's new moon, which was on February the 4th. Uh, this new moon is granting us, that's granting us a fresh start. It falls in the zodiacal sign of Aquarius. And Aquarius is all about humanitarianism, originality, a community effort. And it's funny, it's about community effort, but it's also about our individuality. And if you're feeling like it's time to step up, demand more of yourself, it's because these Aquarian energies know what you are capable of. This new moon works and it's working like a dynamo that's preparing advancement by setting the foundations of growth to come into our lives. So if you've been wondering why your projects and your creative efforts have not gone anywhere, and they've certainly not attracted the opportunities and connections to be seen and heard, this Aquarius new moon is setting those foundations for this to happen. With new moons refreshing our emotional state, it's a perfect time to set new intentions in motion and embark on a new journey. Since Aquarius is ruled by the planet Uranus, the planet of unexpected behavior, you're, you're encouraged, excuse me, <clears throat> you're encouraged to do something dramatic and drastic. You might find yourself making major decisions that not only shock everyone around you, 
but it 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 uh, shocks you yourself as well. The energies are giving us permission to do something that scares us, something that terrifies us. But please do remember that whatever appears in your reality is there to challenge you, to help you to expand your horizons and helps you to grow. This Aquarian new moon is asking us to be courageous and brave and and to look deeper into ourselves, to be strong enough to write our own rule books as to what we wish our lives to look like. Aquarius becomes creative through the expression of its need to serve humanity, and it asks us to be creative in a joint effort, working towards a common goal. So everyone, allow yourself to expand the identification of who you are and be open to allowing yourselves to work in conjunction with others so that you can create amazing things together in this world. Let's go to our callers. Our first caller is Joan from California. Joan, you're on the line with Claire Candy Hoff. How are you? Oh, good morning, Claire. It's Joan of Angels calling to say hello. Hello, Joan. How are you? And Happy New Year. It sounds sounds funny to say Happy New Year as we are already in February. Well, how about Happy Rebooting Process? <laughs> oh, absolutely! Happy <laughs> Rebooting Process, and uh, and certainly this Aquarian New Moon is helping us to reboot and see ourselves in a dramatically different light. Perfect timing. Well, I called for two reasons, Claire. Oh, number one, you just said something about projects that have not moved forward, like places where I really, you know, needing clarity on that. And true love. This is like my year. I want my soulmate. You know, and I feel like he's somewhere. (laughs) So you've been addressing my heart. Good morning. Oh, isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful? And and so much. Uh, <laughs> and the reason uh, and the reason so many of us have have not experienced that is because we've been very busy beavers. First and foremost, Joan, as you know, we have signed on. It's in our DNA to help transmute and transform a lot, uh, uh, much of the negativity on this planet. And even though we had addressed our own skeletons in our closets, it didn't mean that our job was over. And so we have been very, very busy, uh, you know, um, unconsciously, a lot of us, transmuting the, those negative energies on the planet. Um, and, uh, and that precluded many of us from, uh, from finding that love. Um, but now as we're moving forward, um, it's interesting that you had a question about your projects and the love. Um, and the impression that the Posse of Angels are giving me is that your love, your love, this beloved of yours, will come through the forward movement of your projects. The opportunities and the connections that are coming in for you, um, in some regard, your love um, may be either directly or indirectly connected with this. Um, So uh, don't despair. Uh, 
it was uh, it was it was almost like it was foretold that you had to go through certain things in the last couple of years. And if you had brought someone to yourself, it would have been less than. It would have been a compromise. You would have had to have settled for so much less than your heart truly desired. So um, the posse of angels are saying, uh, again, please do not despair as we are giving this amazing forward movement. Um, many of us, um, they're saying that from mid, mid to three quarters of the way through February, those things are going to start to open up for us. When I say those things, um, your projects, your creative ideas, things that have seemed to be stalled in the water. Um, it's like, you know, we banged our heads against the wall and said to spirit, why did you have, why did you have me write all these books if they're not going anywhere? Why did you have to do my meditation CDs if they're not going anywhere? Um, you know, everything I did to kickstart them seemed to have been stalled. This is the year of the great karmic return. I'll say that again. This is the year of the great karmic return in which everything that we have been actioned and we have actioned because of spirit speaking in our heart, the tsunami kept going out and going out and going out. Every, every time anything didn't go forward, Joan, uh, for me, they told me, that's nice, go write another book. That's nice. Go write another book. I said, yeah, but I got to eat. You know, yeah, but I got to put a roof over my head. <laughs> you know, little things like that. You might not, you know, angels, you might not. <laughs> and, 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 and I know this, and that's why I'm bringing it up. Because you're very much like me. You have been a, um, a great servant of God in that you did what you were told to do. And now it's the great karmic return in 2019 for so many of us. We couldn't have been asked to do all the things that we did for them not to go anywhere. So be careful, Joan, what you ask for because you're going to get it. And it might come in like a tsunami and it's in, which is going to be so overwhelming that, uh, that you're going to have to just breathe and prioritize. So really be careful what you have wished uh, to happen and where some of us have dreamed awfully big. Um, so just take it uh, each moment at a time, but they're saying it is coming for you. And that love is coming as a result of those projects and those ideas going forward. Um, how do you feel about that? Well, first of all, I want to cry. Because, you know, <laughs> when I do sessions for people, the aha is when they get the confirmation of what I, they never even ask me. And so you're giving me the confirmation of what I've always known true, you know, that he, he would show up and it wasn't the right time and focus on my work. Mm. Um and I just feel, I mean, I've been feeling it is going to happen. It's just I'm in one of those phases where I feel like maybe I need to frame my message or what is my message now. And so I'm all over the place instead of feeling self-contained. Does that make mm. sense? 
Well, the reason you're feeling like this is because it is imminent. It is imminent. You can taste it. Those of us, those of us who are who are psychic, clairvoyant, telepathic, whatever you want to call that, intuitives, we can taste it. It is so close to us. They also want you to know. I'm just shivers all over. Um, the only message that you need to, to 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 deliver is love. That's all you need to do. You don't need to tweak anything. You don't need to do anything extra. All you need to do now is show up, Joan. Show up in your radiance. Show up as a true channel of the divine. And and just be as honest and transparent and excitable and passionate as you possibly can. They're saying that you've run 99.99999% of the race. You're, you're, you're incrementally there. And that's why you're feeling lost. You're feeling... You're feeling like there is nothing left in the tank. And when there's nothing left in the tank, then go out in nature and hug a tree. Talk to a squirrel. Uh, curl up in the bath, Epsom salt bath with a good book and throw rose petals in. Nurture yourself for the journey that you have been on has been extraordinary. Just like so many of us that we gave when there was nothing left in the tank. And then when, when there was nothing left, we were asked to give and we still gave. This is the year of the great karmic return. Let's go to the cards and see what comes out. I feel like crying for you because what is going to come in is going to be beyond your dreams. Beyond your dreams. And it's going to come in ways that you could never possibly ever scripted in your humanness. Let me go to the cards and see what comes out for our lovely children. And I suspected that, suspected this, suspected it. You know, every painting is like this peak of the mountaintop. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's what we're feeling now. We, we've climbed, we've climbed and we've climbed and we've climbed. The first, <laughs> I love it. The first card that comes out for you is the star card. That you are the star. <laughs> this, is the, this is the card of hope. This is the card of knowing, reach for the stars, that you are the star. This is such a wonderful card as confirmation of your ability to shine and take this out into the world. And, and with your radiance and, uh, and how much you illuminate uh, the world, there's no way that your beloved will not be able to find you. It will come through the forward motion of your projects and the things that you're going to be realizing now. The next card that's coming out for you is the marriage card. <laughs> oh, the, my goodness. Is the four of wands. I mean, my goodness, this is the celebration card. I oh couldn't have God, scripted. I, 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 sweetheart, I couldn't have scripted this any better. Oh, um. God. Okay. 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 I just, I'm telling you, since I saw that you posted this show, I said, I have to get on, I, I'm being called to be on this show. <laughs> okay. All right. There's oh my the, God. Okay. The there's the flowing, the four of one. Sorry. There's the, there's the flowing river there. The things are going to start flowing uh, for you in your work, in your, in those creative ideas and projects and also in love. 
Uh, this is, as you know, I'm, I mean, I'm speaking to somebody who knows this. This is the marriage card. It's the marriage of those those connections that will get your projects recognized and rewarded for you. But also this is the marriage card. And the next card that's coming out for you, sweetheart, is the nine of pentacles. This is a card of living a luxurious life, a card of feeling, of, of feeling the, the abundance and the wealth that life has to offer. Um, and that's what's coming in for you. So put your emphasis on that. Wow. Say thank you. Wow. Thank you for my beloved. Don't act like he's not here. I've done so many programs in the past on those people who say, I want, I need, I, I don't have my beautiful beloved. They will continue to put a restriction on that. Say thank you and live life as if he is a part of your life already. You know, when I did this and I wrote about it in my book, I Am an Angelic Walk-In, I, uh, I wrote my decree for, uh, for my twin flame, my beloved, and then I, I, I lived. I lived as if he was a part of my life. You know, when I had to go grocery shopping, I said, hi. I said, it's time to go grocery shopping. Let's go grocery shopping together. I used to kiss him goodnight and pull the covers up over him before I met him. He was with me etherically in those months. Wow. From, from March until September, I made him a part of my life. And then at that come as your favorite rock star party, he went as Elvis, the only Elvis out of about 100 people. I went as Stevie Nicks. And five days later, he asked to marry me. He was everything that was on that list. I thunk him up. You fake it to fake it till you make it. Start kissing him. Start yeah. getting him involved in your life because it's time. It's time. Okay. So I hope that's been helpful for you, Joan. Oh, my God. Very, very helpful, sweetheart. I got a dog three months ago so I could start loving again, a little puppy. Oh. I'm adoring. I realize it's my practice. And I want to tell you something. Stevie Nicks is coming to the desert this month or next month to perform. <laughs> oh, <laughs> how, how great. <laughs> Well, give give my love, give my love to Stevie Nicks, and certainly uh, I'm giving my love to you. Oh, thank you so much, Claire. Just think, love you so much. Thank you. Love sweetheart. you so much too. We'll speak soon. Take care, right. sweetheart. Bye bye. And thank you so much, Joan. And that goes for everyone. The karmic tsunami return comes in this year. So let's go to our next caller. We have Charlene in Canada. Charlene, you're on the line with Claire Candy Hoff. How are you? I'm great. I'll uh, wish you a, um, a happy Valentine's Day ahead of time, even though you don't celebrate it and you celebrate <laughs> it daily. I think we all do if we're living in, in, in within our true essence of divine love anyway. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, thank you. But thank you very much. It's uh, you know, it's kind of like a little a little bit of a double-edged sword, you know, in which people say, "Oh, love should be um <clears throat> practiced all year round." But it is a nice day to, you know, because so much of our lives are so busy, um to remind us that love is the greatest gift of all. 
and that's who we are. And when we really, when it all boils down to it, we just sometimes don't see the big picture. So I was wondering what the angels have in store for me for Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, for Valentine's Day. Okay, all right. So uh, while I'm shuffling, um, I have uh, I have a great program that I have prepared for next uh, for next for the twelfth, which is two days away from Valentine's Day. But as I'm shuffling the card, uh-huh. Charlene, they they want you to know that the love that we have. For ourselves, as I've spoken about in this channel, um, is transcends anything. So, uh, even if you don't have, a, I'm taking, I'm taking that you don't have a beloved in your life at the moment, or do you? Well, I have one in my heart, but that's okay. who I am, right? Okay. So, what they want you to do is they want you to plan something that is really nurturing and nourishing for your soul on that day. And it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. I mean, it could be, it, it could be to take a long hot bath and throw rose petals in it. It could be to, to walk out in nature. I know a lot of the areas in the States are, uh, are, oh, you're in Canada as well. So it's pretty freezing up there, but um, you know, you can um, converse with nature. On even on those winter days, um, they they want you to plan to do something in which you are kind and you're gentle and you're soft and you're compassionate and loving with who you are. You could go to the movies if you you, you know you find an uplifting, inspirational movie. You could uh, you could get together um, with a friend. Um, you could take yourself out for lunch or dinner or you know. Um, but they're they're really centering on I that on that day you say I am love. I am not lacking anything. I won't be any more loved if I if I have someone in my life. If I'm with somebody. Yeah. And I, I already yeah. know that, but I'm just yeah. I'm just asking what the angels had not really in store for me for Valentine's Day, but since it was the new moon yesterday and and the energies were felt um i'm just wondering because i am working right now i'm working on myself to be the best mm-hmm. person that i can be in every moment right, right. and uh, i even uh, manifested a gym member pass uh, <laughs> membership pass for a family member so that i could work on keeping my body healthy and i've lost weight and so i'm doing a lot of self-love and self-care but I just want to see what the angels have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're saying they're saying that's all working towards being loving for yourself, um, and they're saying uh, that the more that you can do this, then the more you will draw someone to yourself. Um, it could be maybe you manifested this gym membership to yourself because you'll meet them at the gym. Did you ever think about that? You never know. And the more you try to figure it out, then the more, then, you know, then the more that more restrictions you'll put on it. So the first card that's come out for you is the two of cups. Now this, now, while this is not the kissy face card, this is the partnership card. 
and they, uh, and you can do the same thing, which I, uh, which I've same exercise, which I've given many people throughout the last 15, 16 years, which is saying, thank you. Thank you for my beloved. Get yourself in a nice quiet spot, drop down to your heart, close your eyes, realize that every time you've asked for a beloved, he's there. His higher self is already there speaking to you on the etheric. He's there. So all you need to do is say, thank you for my beloved. He is kind, sweet, considerate, loyal, sounds like a dog's characteristics, considerate, you know, what, <laughs> what, whatever you wish for this beloved to be and say, you know, we, when I wrote my decree and I used to say it out all the time, I, I said, this may not be yours, but I said, we work together. Pete and I are both writers. We travel the world together, which we do. Uh, you know, we're supportive of each other. So there's nothing more important than the relationship. Uh, we allow each other to be who we are, um, whatever you want. But the important part of the energy here is thank you. Because you're affirming that this beloved is already yours. And by doing that, you, you start to live. Kiss him goodnight. Pull the covers over and make sure he's tucked in. When you go grocery shopping, take him grocery shopping because like attracts like. You like the, you know, I mean, you're not, not uh, an identikit of one another, but you will like basically the same things. Um, involve him in your life. And that is the energy that is the energy that transcends him, uh, that he, you lack him in your life. The next card that's coming out for you is the Eight of Pentacles. The Eight of Pentacles is that card of being recognized uh, for who you are. And the more you affirm, I again, I am love, I am complete, and I'm whole. And thank you for my beloved being in my life. That is the energy that will bring that in. And then the next card is the, <laughs> the Knight of Swords. This is the taking action card. Uh, and uh, again, Charlene, be careful what you wish for because you know you might get it. So <laughs> I, hope it's, I hope that's been helpful for you. <laughs> well, you know what? I will be talking to you next month <laughs> and letting you know <laughs> because I do know... Um, the energy that we broadcast out mm. does come back to us. It always but does. In the most loving way. I always broadcast in the most loving way. Absolutely. So you look after yourself. God bless you and take care. God bless you. Thank you, Claire. Take care. Bye-bye. And that wraps the show up for today. Thank you to all my callers. Thank you to everyone who's listening in to Angel Healing House Radio every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time here on Transformation Talk Radio. Do remember that all of the last two years uh, of Angel Healing House programs um, here on Transformation Talk Radio, they've all been archived on my Angel Healing House Claire Candy Hop host page on Transformation Talk Radio. And um, uh, the, the different um, subjects are all in the titles, uh, so they're easy to find by topic. And um, everyone do remember that if you are interested in my books, which are Angels of Faith, 
my beautiful book, which presents as a children's book, but I have a lot of adults buying it. It reconnects us with our divine eternal nature as we do not die, as we are inherently divine and eternal. We have always existed and we will always exist. So there's Angels of Faith. Uh, my next book was One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness. And yes, that's me on the cover, my curly hair, um, about my five past lives, most important past lives, because I grew the most spiritually. And then I talk about what the heck did I do when I crossed over uh, into my one true home? What did I do across the veil before I came back and incarnated into another life? And then this, the sequel to that book is I Am an Angelic Walk-In, the autobiography of me, Angel Ariel, speaks about the amazing, remarkable eh, angelic walk-in experience that I had in Jan on January 11th of 2003, when the former soul, traumatized and in pain of Claire Candy, walked out of her body and I, Angel Ariel, walked in and created heaven on earth for myself and have helped so many other people create their own version of their heaven on earth. Do go to the Angel Healing House website which is www.angelhealinghouse.com for those books. And, uh, and, and also, actually, I also have a meditation CD, which is this one. Takes you on an angelic connection with your own angels, letting go of concerns and living in the now. So you can find all of those on my website, angelhealinghouse.com. Do remember, everyone, to go out. And you and you alone can fashion an absolutely beautiful life for yourself. Put your emphasis on love because love is who you are. I'm wishing you love and angel blessings. And I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Take care, everyone. Bye. Mm -hmm.